we literally drive ourselves into the ground. Um, it's not anything outside of us. It's what's inside of us. It's that character, that makeup of us going, no, I got to get it done, right? I got to hit these goals and these targets. But we're not a machine. The Move Entrepreneur Evolved Podcast. Get on it. And we're back with another episode of the Moved Entrepreneur Evolved Podcast. And I'm here with Ken Newbill. And what he does is I help professionals restore energy, happiness, and wellness without sacrificing time, family, and money. What is up, the fatigue fixer? What's up, Ken? Hey, man. Hey, everything is good. It's good to see you. Thank you for having me, Jason. Glad to have you, man. I was actually... uh, I was excited to get you on here because a lot of the stuff that you talk about and a lot of the passions that you're kind of doing is, is a lot of what Moved is about too. So I'm excited just to kind of get in here and, and kind of mix it up. So I'll throw, I'll throw one really quick. Um, what do you think that the definition is of fatigued? Oh, man. So to me, and, you know, there's obviously various levels of fatigue that people can go through uh, different severity levels. But ultimately to me, it's a cellular, it's a, it's a mechanical cellular breakdown um, at, at this. And that's the core of what it's all about at the end of the day. How do you get function um, appropriately through multiple systems in the body to realign you back to a high vibrancy, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, and uncovering it can be complicated for some people. So, you know, fatigue is not, it's always a sidebar of something. You don't just get fatigue. Fatigue is a, is a huge symptom, right? Mm, yeah. It's a huge symptom of something else or multiple things being out of alignment or out of balance at the end of the day. I think that it's so true because, and obviously people are entrepreneurs that watch the show. And at the end of the day, there's this, I always talk about, um, it's almost like everything that we want to be great at is like a sport has a season. So we were actually, before we jumped on here, we were talking about jujitsu and Muay Thai yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And we were talking, see my face lights up when I, when I talk about that stuff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I caught myself. I was like, oh. um, but ultimately, you know, that fatigue, I got to make me laugh. So I forgot what I was saying, but ultimately um, entrepreneurs are not put in a sequence of like, for example, a season, like, football players they've got to basically go all right we got this season off now you yep. go forget about this now we're going to ramp up preseason and then we're going to kind of get you moving for fighters it's a six-week camp and the rest exactly. of the time you're maintaining and so kind of bringing that up what are your thoughts about when people actually hit fatigue how can how do you see what is their time when they don't have to prepare for, you know, the next CrossFit games or something like that? Because it's an ongoing, never ending thing. And that's that's the big problem, you know, and it's funny that you brought up that analogy because I use it all the time with all my clients is especially when we're doing their, you know, their discovery sessions and we're trying to figure out if we're going to be a good fit for each other to work together to get them out of this out of the rabbit hole of fatigue. And I go, listen, professional athletes, number one, they're not on all year. And then number two They've got, they're such a big investment. They're so important and critical to the organization that they play for. They've got the best of the best of everything. They've got someone watching their vitals. They got people making them go to sleep. You know, they've got the right nutrients and recovery and all this support. Meanwhile, and I say, you know, the entrepreneur is, as you need to liken yourself, 
to that of a professional athlete that never has a season off because most of us don't take long breaks. Um, if any, sometimes, especially if you're, you know, a, a, a budding entrepreneur, you're probably putting it all out yeah. and not a, not a lot's coming back. So you're not sleeping as much as you should. You're not eating as well as you should. Yeah. You might be sacrificing your workouts, et cetera. And it's going to degrade you. You're a human. So it's going to break you down systemically over time, the longer that you uh, ignore it, right? Ignore those factors that are so critical, much like myself, which is why I specialize in, in fatigue recovery is because that's what led me to a heart attack, you know, some t 11 years ago. And it's not easy to get out of fatigue because you can't stop working, right? You've still got, you've got to start changing a lots of other things and maneuver, um, understanding yourself better to support yourself better at the end of the day. That's like the biggest piece of this equation is recognizing that fatigue is a sickness. You are not well because we oh, are good. Really cool. Yeah. We're like not that. well. Yeah. Yeah, you're not well. Most people, yeah. Most people want to play around with fatigue, but that's why you can't get out of it because you're not acting like you're actually sick. So what's the big thing about entrepreneurs? They're normally hard chargers, you know, highly motivated individuals. They're probably serving on someone's board of directors in a nonprofit organization or volunteering at church. Why? Because they get stuff done. Mm -hmm. They get stuff done. So people look to them for leadership, support, and they add value to their community. So these are the kind of folks I love to work with because we need them. We need them in a high functioning state and a high performing state. So they will literally we literally drive ourselves into the ground. Um, it's not anything outside of us. It's what's inside of us. It's that character, that makeup of us going, no, I got to get it done, right? I got to hit these goals and these targets. But we're not a machine. No, as much not. as we want to think we are, we're not a machine. Yeah, man. I, I, I talk about this all the time. And I always talk about like 20 20% baseline. And at the end of the day, I always kind of bring it up and say, you know, we need people to live at a higher baseline because we're not doing these normal, you know, uh, obviously that's how we build buildings. But at the end of the day, we're not laying brick all the time. We're not, mm -hmm. you know, we're not doing these labor intensive jobs that ultimately get that energy out of us. And not right. only that, they also build this strength in us that gives us societal, in, in society, you have confidence. And I think that what's happening with a lot of entrepreneurs, we, that they're sitting in, lot in front of a lot of computers and the confidence is low because their muscles are, they're, they're nothing, right? And then they're not eating right. And in reality, there's no routine. And so I talk about that a lot too. I think that it's, you know, in these entrepreneurs, it turns to like what you just shared, heart attack. It turns into stress yeah. balls. It turns into, what are some things um, that you that you start off with with somebody what's like one thing that you like to check first when you work with well somebody? you know we start off with looking at their dynamic mineral pattern at the cellular level that's number one because that's actually going to be the fastest way for us to get the the deepest breadth of information mm. about that individual understanding that we're working at the cellular level, understanding like what's going on with your macro minerals, your micro minerals, heavy metal toxicities, because those are the catalysts for energy in the body. Mm -hmm. Like nothing's happening. You're not making one enzyme without mineral support. 
and enzymes run all the function in the human body, metabolic enzymes, digestive enzymes, etc. So if we're not supporting the minerals appropriately and putting them in proper balance, we're never going to figure out that trail, right? And men understand mineral balancing leads to lots of correlation of hormone status, you know, acidity in the body, inflammation factors, you name it, right? Um, so we can see so much with that very um, simple test to take. Let's get some hair sample, get it in the mail and come back. And we wow. have a story. We literally have a storybook of so much information that can lead us to other necessities, right? So maybe we now we want to go investigate the gut. So we typically start, number one, let's see what's going on with your dynamic mineral pattern, because from there, we can interpret and understand the synergistic and antagonistic relationships between vitamins as well as minerals. So we know how to put the right cocktail of nutrients together for you, get the right supporting foods that you know, and, and it's really funny because when we go through this with our clients, yeah. it's like um, they go, you don't want me to I can't eat strawberries right now or whatever. And I go, listen, this is all about providing balance, because what happens is all of us are creatures of habit with food. And so is strawberry a healthy food? It absolutely can be. Right. But it might not be what you need at the time mm. to create balance. So you might need to take a break for some things, or you might not even recognize that those particular foods that we're asking you to abstain from are also causing more energy leakage in the body because you don't have the right hardware to break those foods down appropriately. And they're creating histamine responses, which keeps the central nervous system jacked up, which keeps you burning nutrients and depleting your energy. It's crazy how uh, like there's real data. It's not just BS now, right? It's like, Hey, you know what? Here's, here's some actual <laughs> numbers. And you're like, why? Well, I'm not doing that. And you're like, you kind of are. <laughs> yeah, you are. You know, we can see, you know, the science of mineral balancing is so cool because we can see what's going on with you. So it's great to get, you know, through our coaching program, not just when we're doing, you know, nutritional consulting, but when we're actually doing the actual coaching too, this is paramount because, we can show them the reality and go, this is your trauma pattern right here. Okay. You're holding on to something. You're resentful. You're angry. You're frustrated. You know, you're, you know, you're depressed. We can see the anxiety and the depression here. Let's get it out on the table. Let's work through it because until we stop those things that cause the hemorrhaging of nutrients, right? The stress, if we're not managing our stress very well, then we are pouring out nutrients that we have no idea about. And this happens so much to entrepreneurs and business people alike because we're just a go. We're just go. So we're on go and we're just unaware. You've never been taught this information before, right? How are you ever going to know this stuff? And you know, looking at your blood, uh, looking right. at blood is not enough. Yep. No, you're absolutely right. You know, it's interesting. And this is kind of what really pushed me over the edge when I started to look at entrepreneurs in the same field and basically saying, look, we need to be treated like athletes. Absolutely. And so when I looked, there's a guy, sure you know who he is, Conor McGregor. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, and then there's another guy called LeBron James. Probably all know who this guy is. So Conor <laughs> McGregor had finished one of his fights and he goes, man, you look so good. What's going on? What's different about you? He said, a couple of years ago, I overheard a statement that LeBron James spent $1.7 million on his mind, his body, and on educating himself to be a better athlete before that. 
And it really triggered me because, and that's what happened to Connor. He goes, now I spend all the money on getting my, you know, it gets all those EKGs and, you know, all that stuff that's on there. But ultimately at the end, at the end of the day, these entrepreneurs are the same thing. You have to perform, you have to have, you know, you got to finish strong. You got to get all those things. And without preparing you that way, you do, you burn out. How far, um, yeah. how far do you go with water? Are you a person that's, are you, are you a, do you go deep into like changing people's water patterns? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, we start with water with every client around toxicity, mm-hmm. you know, because if you're going into any wellness program and you're not addressing toxicity, you're missing about 70% of the opportunity to be better and perform better overall. So you got to get real about the fact that our water is dirty. It needs to be filtered. There's all different types of methods to do that. And then we got to get into understanding how to consume water appropriately um, to keep homeostasis, to keep proper balance in the body, mm-hmm. right? And that's going to be different for everyone, depending on what type of water they're going to drink, you know, uh, what's their ability to get clean water, what's their budget like to put these kind of things in play. Like, um, you know, we, you know, in my home, we take it very serious. So when we go out, you know, we like to go out to eat too, you know, just because I'm a nutritionist and all that good stuff doesn't mean we like, we don't like to go do other things. We don't just eat all, we don't eat perfect all the time. So when we go out, I do we go this to the so yes. that I could do this. <laughs> exactly. Right. So we're doing that, you know, 95 to 90%. We're on point all week long. And then, you know, maybe every other weekend throughout the month, we'll take a dip out and do something different with the family. But when we go out, we're prepared. We, um, we actually take our own water bottles with us mm. so that if we do get thirsty while we're eating, that we go ahead and you, uh, we can refill while we're anywhere in the wild and get all the contaminants out with that particular water system. So it's, it's, it's a big deal. Um, and, you know, and people that are not making, you know, I mean, think about how many people, you know, that go from couch to becoming a, you know, wanting to be getting fit or get healthy. And one of the first things they do is they up their water intake dramatically. Mm-hmm. Right. And how many people actually don't feel that well when they do it? Mm-hmm. Quite a lot. Mm-hmm. So they're drinking. They're like, I get bloated. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and, and they're peeing clear because they're taking so much water in. Now they're peeing clear because they, unbeknownst to them, their kidney function hasn't been all that great since they've been, you know, not taking good, good care of themselves. So they're not the kidneys aren't filtering as well as they should. And so they've got all this clear pee coming out all the time and no one should be uh, peeing clear, right? You've ever seen an animal pee? You will never see an animal pee clear. It's always concentrated. It's always going to have a yellow hue to it because their kidneys are filtering appropriately and they're not over drinking. Um, You know, and most of us are taking in waters that lack the minerals that we need to make that water viable for rebalancing us to truly hydrate us, not just get us wet, but how about we get some cellular electric potential in that water, which is, you know, our natural waters that we, that we primarily drank came from springs, mm-hmm. you know, came from, uh, brackish waters, yep. depending on where, wherever you were in the world. Right. Well, they all have minerals in them. So yeah, I, um, it's <laughs> a great story. So I'd always, I always drink pH water and everything, and, you know, I always get the smart water. I get it from Costco or whatever, or you can do yeah. re- reverse osmosis, get yourself a good, you know, setup. 
But ultimately, but ultimately I had this fish and this was only a little while ago or whatever. And I, I went back over to, there was a little beta fish and I went to the uh, pet store and I was like, you know, he's not doing so good. And, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I paid $2. I got to try to fa- save him. So I'm like, he's not doing so good. So I go over there and said, okay, well, what you need to do is put a heater in the water. I said, okay, buy the, buy the $50 heater, the $2 <laughs> fish, right? So then I go back and you're like, no, that's not it. You got to use these, this water stuff. I'm like, okay, we'll change that. Okay. He's not doing so good. And then I go back and I look on the internet and like, well, maybe his digestive. So you peel this pea, like a, like a green pea, and then you get, mm-hmm. put a piece in it and then it's supposed to help their digestive. So I do this whole thing and I'm like, man. And one night I just go, <laughs> I'm going to go give them some, like some good water. I'm going to go give them the water that I drink, make sure the yeah. things there. I'm going to give it a swing. This fish within a day and a half, he's freaking flipping and flopping. He's happy as can be. I'm like, like you know you. what? So I have the, uh, you know, the Brita water. The yeah. Brita thing. So now I'm so freaked. I got a boxer dog and my boxer dog, I filter it through the regular filter. Then I put it through the Brita water and I give him the Brita clean water. <laughs> so now even my so dog gets fresh water. <laughs> that's, that's awesome, man. You know, we, we're big, you know, we're big on that. Uh, check out clear. I don't know. I don't, I don't mean to advertise anybody here, but okay. this, this is a cool it. source. Check out clearlyfiltered.com. Okay. And swap out your Brita filter for theirs. It gets out everything, including fluoride, pathogens, wow. all the stuff. And it's not even that expensive. I think it's like a $50 pitcher. They have like inline filters for your refrigerator. They make it super simple to get started, man. And uh, high, high quality product, man. It's absolutely legit. I think the very first thing that, and I think you and I are 100% in the agreement, is like if you're going to do anything starting tomorrow, literally fix your water start water water's most important because listen when i started my journey you know i found out about the food first and so i went crazy around the food and then i think it was about two months three months into my journey uh when i was turning my life around and i was just i was in the kitchen cooking i had just ordered some organic spices right and i went i don't know what i was making but it required some water and so i was putting all these pasture-raised products and, you know, farm, you know, you know, local organic pro- uh, produce, putting this meal together. And I recognized when I went to the tap and I went, what am I doing? I know this. And I started doing research on the water at that point, got the water report from my county. And I went, wow, we really got to get into water. So yeah, now I, I'm just like you. I advise everybody start with your water because check it out. When I do water water courses for people or train on it, I remind everyone, water is still the number one killer of man. Wow. Interesting. Worldwide, there's that still is the number one resource that takes us out out of anything else. Because of the water. Yeah. Waterborne illnesses, imbalances with water, toxicities in water. It has yet to stop. We're talking in the billions worldwide. Okay, so just because it's clear doesn't mean you shouldn't have any fear. Check it out. You got it. You got to dig in and make sure you got the right resources and you're taking good care of yourself with your hydration. So what's your um, what's your thoughts with entrepreneurs and their morning routines? I'm sorry. Say that again. 
What about your thoughts on, because I think this plays a, a big role in it too, in morning routines. Oh man, you know, I believe in consistency, man. It's, it's, it's really about, I ask my entrepreneurs this, you know, because nine times out of 10, I'm working with pretty successful people, right? They're just not doing great with their health. So I go, well, how did your business get rock solid, right? How did you get so great at that? How did you go make multiple millions of dollars? You didn't do it by haphazardly, you know, kind of, you know, throwing darts at the wall. It was programmatic, right? And they're like, absolutely. And you had to get consistent at doing very boring things that had a high return day in, day out, without fail. That's how you win. Right. We got to do the same thing with your health, period. And that starts with how you wake up. How do you start your day? All right. Are you in the might in the right mental frame? I'm the kind of person I want to wake up with a quick victory as soon as I get out of bed, right? Get out of bed, make the bed, go through the, you know, you know, shave, whatever, get ready for the day. It's just setting your setting yourself up for success and having a repeatable and predictable pattern because it lowers your stress. Mm-hmm. When we can di- dip into that first thing in the day and go, that's a dependable subconscious thing that I'm doing at some point starts off as a conscious uh, energy sucking activity. But you know what? You haven't been, if you're 30 years old, 40 years old, you don't think about brushing your teeth in the morning. You just do it. Right. I was actually having this conversation with someone and I say, you know, this morning routine that I've been doing for a while now, and I'm sure that you would agree that a lot of things we talk about um, should really be talked about as like tools. Because I Absolutely. think a lot of times we get ourselves emotionally attached to these things. Like I got to drink a couple of liters of water every day. Oh, that's going to be so difficult. You're like, look, take away all the mental stuff and just yeah. drink it unemotionally. Just drink it. Yeah. Get, you don't, you don't have emotions. to give it energy. And so the same thing I think happens. And so I do a breathing technique. I do a, a manifestation and a, and a meditation in the morning. And I also drink lemon water every morning. Yes. And so um, as I go through Your that process... You. As I like, I lay down and I do like this. I do a Wim Hof 11 minute breathing, and it's pretty cool. I like it. And as I go through that, though, I was like, this is so unemotional. Like, just do, just do it, just do it. And it's almost like you said, it's like you're cleaning your teeth. And it's isn't this interesting in in the fitness world and things like that that it's like so many people it's so easy to fall off that we all fall off this thing. But the data is so clear. It is. Mm-hmm. But we fall off because, you know, it's the mindset behind the motive, mm-hmm. right? That's mm-hmm. where we break down. It's the mindset behind the motive and trying to find that association of pleasure and the things that serve us best that we haven't been doing. Mm-hmm. And so in the beginning, you've got all this restriction, right? You got something trying to pull you away from getting it done internally because you should just lay in the bed and pick up your phone and just scroll for about half an hour before you rolled out of bed, right? Mm -hmm. Now you're doing something more productive that's going to have a return of value to you. And you still are trying to figure out how do I get my brain to look at that as positive versus negative. And so when we can get to that place, then the habits become not an issue at all. It's not even a problem because now you're like, no, man, I'm good with this. But I think the biggest factor is that we need to get to the point where we have to realize you are going to change your identity. Mm -hmm. If you want this, if you want to shift, whether it is 
whatever goal that you have that you're trying to nail with wellness, with business or whatever, it's all the same construct within our mind. And we have to get to that place. If we don't get to that place of seeing the return of value, you know, investing in ourselves and becoming this new version of ourselves and saying, no, 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 it's no longer about the task of miss, you know, I miss my workout. You're just, you, you have to associate that with the fact that I am no longer the type of person wow. yes. that allows themselves to miss their workout. Wow. Yeah. I like that. I like that. And I think it's, um, you know, we have these conversations quite often. I say, you know, if, if you want to have a certain outcome, it's like, you owe that you owe it. Like mm -hmm. that's what you owe. Right. It's like, if, if you want, if you want to have more time and you want to have these outcomes that you want, then you owe, you have to pay that. Absolutely. Nothing's for free, man. It no, is not free. And, and when you pay it though, and then you then you keep putting money in the account, eventually you go, I've, I've got these days that I kind of, you know, I'll fall off or whatever. I'll do this or that. And I said, well, you, you have the patterns in play that allow you to do that, give you flexibility to do that. You just have yeah. never kept anything consistent and you don't have that baseline um, in there. I was, uh, I always do this because I always like to do my homework. Um, what were you doing before you decided to do this? I, I noticed that going back, I want to say this was like, you started this in like 19 in the coaching time. Um, I'm, I'm, I might be off, but what, what got you involved in this part? What hooked you on, on entrepreneurs that are out of shape and you know, that place, what was that? Is my right? 18, 19. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think so. I'd have to do the math in my head. So we're in what year 22. So really my journey started with my own personal health crisis, um, being an entrepreneur. So I almost killed myself. Uh, literally, uh, my first business, I was a mortgage broker for about 13 years. Mm -hmm. And so we went through the big economic crash and all that stuff. And it was a pretty tough ride. But, I, you know, we fared okay, right? We did all right. But man, I sacrificed myself big time. And so a lot of things just caught up with me. It's a lot of the principles that I teach about, you know, yeah, I, who want, who doesn't want to be rich? I get it. But you know, you've got to determine where the truest value is within yourself. If you're not around to enjoy it, if you can't appreciate the, the, the labor, you know, that you put in, then what's the point? So I think, you know, for me, the, the major turnaround of me getting into this full time was about five years ago, but the catalyst for the change was that I had started my company really at about 2012 because a lot of people were interested in what I was doing to course correct being, you know, a, you know, I was I'm 5'10". I was almost 300 pounds at that time when mm -hmm. I started my journey trying to get out of morbid obesity and lots of, you know, metabolic issues, malfunction in the body. So as I started to get better, everybody started asking me questions. Hey, man, what are you doing? Like, you know, products like, well, how are you working out? So I got all the questions. So when we when we initially set up Nubula Health, it was a product based company just to kind of help people out with things. Right. And uh, I was doing that part time while I was still doing my full time gig. And uh, people were taking advantage of it. But here was the thing. Someone that was really important to me um, asked for my advice. I shared some products with them and things. I said, dude, if you do this, you're going to it's going to rock like this stuff works very well for probably 90 percent of the people I've ever given it to. And so gave it to them. And we saw each other probably about three months later at a at a friend's home to get a little get together. 
and he wasn't looking so hot. And so I was like, yo, man, what's going on? Like, did you, are you using the stuff I sent you? And he was like, dude, I haven't even opened it. And I'm like, whoa, that's, that's interesting. Cause this guy's like kind of a badass, Right. And so I was like, hey, man, you're not looking so hot. Let's let's walk outside. So we went outside and started talking. And long story short, um, I just said, hey, man, you know, we were in the military together at one point. And I was like, hey, man, you need a battle buddy. And he was like, you know, I hate to admit it, man, but I do. I'm just in a different place in my life right now. And I'm having a hard time just kind of getting myself moving. Because, you know, a lot of guys that come from the community that I, you know, the communities that I ran with in the military, plenty of PTSD, mm-hmm. undiagnosed. Right. And I was like, all right, man, let's let's hook up. So we started linking together. And then I recognized that. You can find all the tools in the world, but if you are not in a place where you can. Ignite your own fire. You're not going to make the changes. And so this is where coaching is really necessary. And that's what really kind of changed my perspective on wellness in general. I'm like, yeah, no wonder why people don't get very well. I mean, you go to your doctor and you get, you know, you get a few minutes with them. And this is why so many people love to see their doctor, because they get a few encouraging words for, you know, five to 10 minutes. You can do it or whatever. And then they leave and they may come back in 90 days, six months. And that's it. And guess what? Yeah. When they go back in 90 days or six months, they probably haven't been very compliant. Why? Because they couldn't pull themselves out of it to begin with, which yeah. is likely why they're sick in the first place. You know, so I'm loving, I'm actually loving the new world, right? The new world is embracing health coaches, you know, many different places are now integrating health coaching, even in allopathic medicine and traditional medicine, they're starting to show up. So I think that's a very good move in the right direction for people, because what most folks need is another human's hand, mm-hmm. not another pill. That's what most of us need. You know, it's interesting because it, it's not very much. Um, you know, we were talking about martial arts early and I always end up talking about some kind of fighting on here <laughs> when it comes to that kind of stuff. But at, at the end of the day, I think that one thing that I always talk with people is I said, you know, can, can you just do one push up a day? Just do one and they're like, small, man. Just do that. And they're going to, and you know, obviously, yeah, I could do that. Could you do that rest of your life? Yeah, I could do that. All right, cool. Could you do five? Could you do that mm-hmm. for the rest of your life? And start finding things that you can commit to for the rest of your life. Like, just what is the one thing I can do? You know, I've been um, one of the things that I've kind of been playing with. I started looking at all the supplements that I take and I'm still supplement freak too. But at the end of the day, like I started looking at all of those um, supplements. So as I was going through, I was like turmeric, ginger, citrus, like all that stuff. Right. So as I started going through it, I was like. I can drink a glass of lemon water every morning. (laughs) Could I do that the rest of my life? What's the benefit? Holy smokes. Lemon has digestive system. It helps with late weight loss. It helps with, um, it helps with everything with lemon. Lemon's incredible, right? Did we go through a lot of lemons in my house? I found turmeric and ginger. And I was like, well, wait a minute here. Where I was turned off on turmeric and ginger was when you go to the actual grocery store and you look and it says 545 a pound or whatever. And you're like, <laughs> damn it, this stuff's expensive. <laughs> but if you go to Costco and you get it in the actual bag of it and it's like 10 yeah. bucks, you don't feel as guilty. So you kind yeah. of just buy it. So then what I did is I started to boil the ginger and the turmeric together, chop it up, boil Very it. Very smart. 
And then I did that and I was like, wait a minute, if I'm taking supplements to have this stuff, how hard is it to do this? And so then I kind of did it every, every morning for, I've been doing it. And I just, I alter in a Mason jar. I alter from lemon juice, uh, lemon water, and then I'll do turmeric, lemon, and ginger. And then after it boils, I'll put that in a Mason jar. So I'll drink one full Mason of that. And then I just rotate. And then I started asking myself, I was like, wait a minute, how much benefit do I get from turmeric and ginger? Like, oh man, it is, Dude, it, it's huge. The list is so long. It's it is so, long. so much. And I was like, wait a minute, can I do this the rest of my life? And then eventually now it's just a thing. I do it every day. I either, and I'm like, it's not that big of a deal. And all the pills that you're trying to pop in your mouth all have that shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they do. They do. But you know, it's about what are you willing to do? Because everybody's got their path. Like we're extremely like no dogma at New Bill of Health at my company, right? You know, I tell every one of my clients, literally my job, the biggest job that you pay me for is my creativity. That's the biggest job you, you pay me for. And they go, well, what do you mean? I'm like, no one. And I mean, no one does things the same when it comes to healing no never so even though you're like hey man i'll get up and boil this stuff there's other people who are like I don't, i'm not going in the kitchen like that's their wall they're like i'm not doing that I'm like okay so what are you what are you willing to do right we've got these capsules over here you to get the good stuff like that's 50 bucks you cool with that yeah i'll do that i'll do that i'm like you'll do that versus like something that you're saying and i go cool that's for now because what you may find is once they adapt to one thing, they're like, you know what? I'm feeling better. Yeah. Ah, so now that you're feeling better, you have more cognitive ability to function on what I consider like in the morning routine. I like to call it ritual, right? Mm. Let's make ritual because ritual is lifelong, like you said before, and play on words matter, right? That's cool. There's I a like bit that. More of emotional there's a bit more of an emotional context to the word ritual yeah. because that's how you really need to show up to do this long-term in your life. It needs to be a religion. Wellness needs to be a religion for you, right? How do we get you indoctrinated into the system? And you yes, know, how do we back? You do, do turn into a weirdo. Yes. That is exactly what happens. You yes. we were talking about water earlier and anybody who <laughs> ends up watching this has never gone down the water trail. You think it's <laughs> easy. Go start looking up water. And then start seeing what has happened. What you'll be on for five hours. Don't go to, don't, don't get on YouTube, man. You're gonna be gone. <laughs> You're gonna be gone for about a week. Bye. <laughs> and then the next thing you know, you're like, okay, should I order that one? Should I order this one? Should I order? And then you're like, wait a minute, is I can just change? And and once you kind of get over that hump, like you're like, okay, I, you know. I, I can see this. I, I've never been to Burning Man, right? I've always been like, right. I, I've never been, I've never gone, but I've always like, well, I kind of want to go, you know, but the people that have gone, it's like no big deal. But I bet if I went one time, I would be like, okay, this isn't as weird as I thought. Exactly. But once you get over, once you do go to Burning Man, you are part of that part of that weird crew. You're right. So You're the weird one in the room. <laughs> and, that, and what that point is, is that once you cross over this line, I think that one thing, and I think you would agree with this, is if we can get entrepreneurs to cross that line and just see the optimization that's capable, just like they run their business in themselves. 
Yes. It's so, it's so, it's so, it's right there. It's right at their fingertips. And so if you ever look at my brand, right, my brand is not built like most natural wellness brands. And it's because I want to help my people, my entrepreneurs, even some of my most conservative entrepreneurs out there make the transition in a way that's comfortable for them, that they don't have to think they got to become a hippie, right? You got to, you got to change everything. You got to walk around in hip, hip sandals and all that. You don't have to do all that. You can do this your way, man. But guess what? That natural wellness stuff is legit. It's legit. It is the way. And there's a way to do it without feeling like you got to go out and just, you know, you're rolling around in the dirt and all that. You don't have to do all that. There's so many options. There's so much technology now. We have too many tools, to be honest. Right. You know, and and that's one thing I, you know, I, I like to talk about. I said, hey, man, you're coming over to my world. Maybe you're looking, you know, as part of this journey to how many meds are you on? Man, I'm on. I'm on a med for this a med for that. I'm like, you know. Part of that medication is what's holding you back, whether you recognize that or not. Let me show you. Let's go back to the side effects. Now, how many symptoms did you say you had when you came in here? And we start going through the list and checking them all off. And I go, yeah, 90% of those, just just look at the list I made for you with all your side effects. And I line it right up perfect for you. And they go, oh. You had a comment, and it wasn't too long ago, but you said basically medication is robbing you. Medication Always. takes uh, medicine you've taken robs us of nutrients and creates burdens of toxicity in your kidneys and period. Your period point blank. You know, so you're you know, destroys your gut, right? It's gonna ruin the bacteria, you know, your bacterial balance in your gut. It's gonna cause more stress on your liver. In fact, uh, this morning I was talking with someone, I said, all medication is a form of stress. And they were like, What? I'm like, all medication is a form of stress. Even medication you take for stress is a form of stress because it is going to force your liver to work harder, your kidneys to work harder. Um, so there's just this constant shift of energy exchange. I said medication's a major energy leak, period, point blank. You know who, and I think like the first year that, I, that we had our business full time, I did a little symposium at one of our local universities. And they specialize, lots of PharmDs graduate from there. So we were doing this big wellness thing there. I got invited. So we went and set up a booth and did our thing. But I was right across from all these um, all these PharmDs who were doing some testing and things like that. And a guy showed a lot of interest. He came over. He started talking with me, young kid, about 21 years old, about to graduate. Um, and he's like, we're talking. And he's like, man, I'm looking for something for this, you know. I want to improve my performance or whatever. So I was helping him out. We're talking about creatine and different things like that, that he could get into or whatever. And um, we start talking a little bit about medication. I said, dude, you're over here talking to a natural wellness guy and you're a farm. Dude, what's up? He's like, well, I said, what's your philosophy on medication? He's like, dude, medications for lazy people. He's 21. He said, medication is typically for most people who just don't want to go do what's right for themselves. Awesome. He goes, I don't take any meds. I don't ever plan on taking any meds. <laughs> he goes, I mess with people like you. Right. <laughs> and I said, I dig it. I totally dig it. Right. Because I do think there's a place for medication. Um, it's here for a reason, but in the same token, I think most people don't look for their alternatives to actually heal versus medication. I feel is to help get you out of acute, out of an acute situation. Right. Why you work on the other lifestyle factors? Because medication never asks why. 
why did you get sick? Right. And until we get to that question of why, we're never going to heal that. This and is I, never I think happen. another thing, too, that kind of plays into this, and this is something I like to talk about with movement and stuff like that, is just like, you're going to do more fun stuff. Like, let's let's stop. Let's kind of stop this. And, you know, we're doing we're talking. You're going to I always say this. It's like, um, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs are very weak and they, they don't do any resistance you know, bands, I'm not saying all or not. I'm saying yeah. those that are running into this situation. And I use an analogy all the time. And um, out here, we have a place called Six Flags Magic Mountain. And it sits um, in Cal- it's here in California, it's way up north a little bit. But anyways, it's those roller coasters that are really tall, and, you know, they kind of fall out of the ground, it's massive roller coasters, yep. right? Well, the place is done on a hill. And so you've got to actually go to the different roller coasters. You got to go through the park and you got to walk up these tall hills. And, I, <laughs> and, and the example I use all the time is that, you know, let's say that there's um, it wouldn't matter a male, female, doesn't really matter. And, you know, you have your daughter here, which I think is super cool. Um, so but imagine you have your daughter. Right. And you're at magic. You're at Magic Mountain and you're going to take her. So what do you do? You scoop up your daughter and then, you know, she doesn't want to walk. So you're like, yeah. I'm the muscle person. So you scoop your daughter up and you walk all the way to the top and you've maybe walked 40 yards, maybe 30 yards up the hill. And what's the first thing that you say? Oh man, my cardio so bad. I'm like, dude, you're not chasing a gazelle here. Like, what are you talking about? You know what the truth is, is that your muscle is so weak, weak. that yes. it's pulling from the oxygen and says, I need everything from your body to go to this quad or we're going to die and drop our daughter. So at the end yes. of the day, what entrepreneurs, I think, miss is that their baselines are so small that when they go do things, they're so weak that they don't want to go do more stuff. Exactly. They, that's And that's just that's a natural feedback loop. Right. They The body is like, no, nah, man, we don't want to do that. We don't want to do that again sends a signal to the brain and now they start bowing out of stuff and that's part of the fatigue game that's cool. like literally when yeah. you start to see yourself pulling back more and more from socializing from uh you've hired everybody you could to do everything in your life to wash your car to cut your grass to clean your house not saying there's anything wrong with that but if you're overweight if you're exhausted, maybe you should take a break and start doing some of your own chores. Okay. It'll get you up and get you moving and don't cost you a thing. <laughs> um, rededicate yourself to, you know, to your yard for, for a little bit, rededicate yourself to taking care of your car for yourself. Um, you know, that's not demeaning. It's just getting real about, dude, I'm fat and lazy and I'm dying quick. I'm aging fast. You know, I've got the money and the power, but I don't really have the power here anymore, right? And here's the cool thing. It's not that, I, gosh, you just, you know, it's really cool to have this conversation with you because I just believe in it so much. I passionately believe it. Like, you're not that far off. You don't need to run a, a thousand yards. Like, all you want to do is walk up that hill. You want to stand there, have your kids there, and you're going to be like, look, what else do you want to do? Do you realize how much you don't need? You literally need a minimal amount of stuff that would change all those feelings. It's quickly, so quickly. And it doesn't take a long time mm-hmm. to start getting momentum mm-hmm. behind this thing. It's just getting over that initial hump and not showing up with that 
all or nothing mentality, right? We got to get that. We got to offload that thing, be willing to make some small changes. We got to, you know, we got to Kaizen this thing with the 1% better every day, just like you were talking about earlier. What can we put on the table right now and lock that down, right? And you commit and show up and go, I got that. I got that 10 minutes every day. I'm going to show up for 10 minutes for myself, no matter what. And I mean, you owe that to yourself. And I'm a big believer in getting it done first thing in the morning mm-hmm. because the day, the day is the day, right? What can you control? That's where you need to get to. If that's a high priority for you, then make sure it's done as your first priority of the day. It's behind you. You've already won. You've already set up momentum for the rest of your day to now eat the right food, right? To go ahead and take your supplements on time and prepare yourself to get into that night routine where you can take your adult self to bed at a reasonable hour and stop placating around on social media and the TV till 11, 12 o'clock at night. And then you're you're back up again at 5 a.m. That does not add up long term. You are going to fail. You're going to burn and you're going to be a miserable human being because you're like, I don't know why I'm so bad off. Right. But all of this stuff matters because all I say is whatever you do during the day is going to determine how well you sleep at night. Period. Uh, do you fall? How much uh, sleep stuff do you go into when you work tons tons sleeps? Number one, man. Sleep's number one. You're fatigued. Listen, chronically fatigued people, they sleep. They don't sleep in proper cycles but they sleep because they're exhausted. So they could get 10 to 12 hours of sleep, but they wake up dog tired every day, right? Because we're still not balanced. The sleep isn't working because you're probably not really getting rest. You're probably getting all these disturbances all night long because why? You have three fingers of scotch every night. So (laughs) you're never gonna have good sleep. You might pass out to go to sleep, but you're going to your heart rate, your heart rate. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to have disturbed sleep. All are, you a, are you a fan of uh, like Apple watch whoop uh, aura ring? Do you any of those that you like? I think they're good for a period of time. I'm not a big um, track at all. Always. Mm. I'm a big believer in track it while you need to put it away, put it away. Once you get to where you need to go. Right. So aura ring or Fitbit, all those things, They're tools and I keep my tools for certain times. Like right now, I'm trying to really up up my game in my fitness this year uh, because I'm going to hit 50. So I just want to hit 50. Super. It's like a big, you know, big dog. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that, man. So he didn't tell you that he's back to doing jujitsu again. And that's, you know, made him more of my friend right away. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so it's like. Yeah, I got my Fitbit back out, right? I want to track some things. I'm plugging that into the same app that I use with my clients, and I'm tracking what I'm eating again, right? Getting just dialing some stuff in for a little so bit. So there's an interesting question for you, and this is this is yeah. interesting because I, I believe that this is kind of is like you said you went back to jujitsu and you kind of been going back. Did you say it was like four weeks or something, three weeks or months? No, we've been back for four months now, yeah. Okay. So when you decided to do that, this is always interesting. You probably started to look at, oh, I want to get in more shape. And then you started to feel better. And then you went, you know what? I, I could probably go to jujitsu. Oh, I could probably do this. And it's like, there's this part that, that I just want to share with people that you are not that far. Like you're, you think there's no way I'll go to jujitsu. And by the way, just so everybody knows, 
everybody should know. Jiu-jitsu is a very nerdy sport. Like when you go there, you have yes. executives there, you have high-end yes. accountants, you have it's a chess game. And what happens with jujitsu is that people that a lot of times weren't natural athletes, they go into jujitsu and they realize, wait a minute, there's a lot of brain that happens here. Yes. A lot of thinking in jujitsu and a lot of martial arts, lots of brain. Uh, you got to use your brain if you're going to be good at those kind of sports or just, you know, taking that to the streets that you're ready. And that's what that's what they're for. They're confidence builder. And I think you mentioned this earlier about how we start lacking that confidence when we've allowed ourselves to get soft. Let's just say it. You're getting soft. Getting right? soft. <laughs> you're getting soft, man. So you're not resilient. You're getting you're getting colds all the time. Um, you know, you're tired and frustrated and you're achy and cranky. Yeah. And you're looking like you're 10 years older than what you're probably supposed to be. I, right? I, read, I read a quote the other day and all it said is it said, be hard to kill. Absolutely, man. And I was like, that's pretty dang good, right? It's, like, it's straight up. Be hard to kill financially. Be car- hard to kill you know, when you're wherever you're at in your home, be hard to kill. You know, if you're in a self-defense situation, be hard to kill when your mind is in a difficult situation has to make a very difficult uh, decision in your business. Like that statement just was so profound to me. Be hard to kill. And you're like, and hey, there's this what does it say? Million ways to die. Choose one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real, man. I think there's a lot to that, man. I've, I've used that statement before myself. And I think it makes a lot of sense in terms of resiliency, man. We have so many people out here, you know, falling victim to certain, you know, quote unquote illnesses that they shouldn't necessarily be falling victim to if they were just a bit more resilient. But we live in a broad stroked um, culture that allows for this softness, right? To get softer and softer. And so we're seeing our males get softer, right? We've got all this dumbing down of testosterone and, you know, in the society now. And I'm like, nah, man, we need men to be men, right? We need women to be women, right? We need people to stand up and be strong. I want strong, I grew up with strong women and men in my life, right? I appreciate that because I'm not a weak-minded person. And I think that's the part that most folks don't understand is this body and mind wants to be unified. They want to be strong together. They don't want one so lopsided that, oh, you're super, you're super physically strong, but you're a mental idiot, right? And vice versa, right? So you're, you know, you, you got all the, all the brain power, right? You're making all the money, making all the right moves, but you can't enjoy it because you've been laid up in the hospital for the last three months because you had a stroke because you didn't take care of yourself. You kept ignoring all the problems. All and the, it was, and all it, was the one, it was one hit. It, but they think it was a hard hit. But reality was that it was you. Were, it just took a little pneumonia and you couldn't even carry yourself. Yeah. I mean, because we're not thinking about the fact that we're faced with all of those um, all of those villains. Mm-hmm. Every single day, 24-7, right? We're all taking in different different toxins, different bacteria. That never stops. So when you finally break, so you're like, oh, man, I got the sniffles and the gunk and the junk. Well, guess what, buddy? That's been happening for days and days on end, and it's never going to stop because you live on planet Earth. You're the one that has to get right, it has to get stronger, more resilient in order to allow your body to do what it does best. Defend. 
defend you. So if you're out there just weakening and lower your defense mechanisms, then that's on you, man. You've gotten rid of all your artillery. You know, you've you've let everybody come off of off of security and now you're exposed. You're open. So, boom, you lands on you and, and you're ill. You know, I'm you know, blessings to God. I can't even tell you within years and years and years when I've been sick in any season on the plane. It doesn't matter. Right. I, you know, I was joking with, with someone the other day. I said, I will kiss somebody in the mouth who's got COVID. I'm not worried about it. I'm just not. Right. I'm not going to catch that and Superman. <laughs> I literally, I literally wake up every day because it's about what you believe too. Right. If you're doing all the stuff that we're talking about, right. You know, getting into your morning rituals, doing the work, showing up for yourself, get your mind right. Be strong about that because what you believe is part of what you attract. So I don't believe I'm ever going to get sick. So I don't, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't because, and I've been around so many folks that have been ill and I go visit them. They're like, you're going to go check. Hey, I'm going to check on my friend, man. Absolutely. I'm going to go check on him. They're like, but he's I was like, I ain't worried about him being sick. I'm good. Right. It's, it's, it's all about us and what you're willing to deal with within your own temple and how resilient you're showing up for yourself every single day. That matters. It builds so much return on investment because your attitude is different when you're doing the right things. Like you and yourself know that part of that energy exchange and that ginger turmeric drink that you take, right? It's not all biochemistry. It's also the belief and understanding. You believe in that stuff because you did the research. You educated yourself so that appeals to the brain. So now logic's in play. You're like, there's no reason for me to get ill. I drink this stuff every day. I move my butt. I go do mm. my workouts. I love I'm it. Not yeah. about anything. I'm not coming back from a workout and eating a whole pizza by myself with, you know, with, with all the donuts and all the other things behind it. I might visit that from time to time. But hey, I know. <laughs> you know, know and that's the thing. I try to tell people all the time. It's all a part of it. Like, yeah. if you can, if you can start having fun and getting some resistance in your body and getting some water in your body and really taking care of your mind a little bit, just, dude, you can have fun. Like if you, you want that glass fun. of scotch, enjoy yourself. I mean, you can have fun. You can have fun. Sure. What you've done is you've just had the glass of scotch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you learn to pick your poison, literally, right. You learn to pick your poison and you also get to recognize the value of that. Is that valuable to me? Right. Do I want to do that? You know, I made a decision I think we're on year five now. Um, it'll be year five, I think, in April that I, I gave up alcohol five years ago. And it was really because I was working with an, a client who was had been eight years sober, big AA guy, you know, was, a, you know, uh, sponsored lots of people. I really respected him. But he had transferred his addiction to cigarettes and uh, coffee. And he was super thin at 45. And he was like, I want to put on 30 pounds of muscle. I'm like, you got to give up everything that ends with an ean right now. <laughs> you want to gain muscle? You got to get off all these stimulants, man. Yeah. Like literally. So we did a little challenge, you know, when we built his body up a little bit, I said, I think you're ready, man. You ready to do this? No, uh, start, you know, coming off the cigarettes, coming off the coffee. Right. And he's like, okay. I said, Hey man, I'll make this, I'll make this a sweet deal for you. Challenge. I'll challenge you. He's like, really? I'm like, yeah, you can't challenge every client. This guy loves, loves challenges. So I was like, 
you and I lock arms with this. You give up coffee, I'm going to give up coffee. You give up smoking, I'll give up alcohol because you've been off alcohol for eight years and I can honor and respect that. Wow. And he went, you'll do that? I'm like, I'm in. I'm all in, man. What's up? And so we started rolling and literally month after month after month, by the time he came out of his program, I think we were on month four, right? And uh, he was like, all right, man, you know, he was done. He got what he needed from working with us, was feeling better, put on some weight, put on some muscle. And I'm like, cool. All right, man, I'm, I'm good. He goes, you going to start drinking again? I'm like, nope. Mm-hmm. He's like, why? I said, I have no desire for alcohol. Mm-hmm. In fact, I haven't had desire for alcohol since the work w- first week I quit. It's probably one of the easiest things I ever did in my life. And wow. I was easily a two to three finger pour of quality tequila every single day. Tequila? I, oh, dude, I'm from Texas, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why is it when, why, why is it in life when we have things that are like certain ailments about ourselves, we always have to say where we're from? <laughs> dude, you know the deal. <laughs> Let me tell you where I'm from and it all makes sense. <laughs> Dude, this you know? has been amazing, man. This has been an incredible podcast. Dude, your energy is awesome. It seems like we have the same a lot of passions and things. And it's just really treating entrepreneurs like athletes. You, you Absolutely, man. That way. We're not the same. And I just want, you know, I say, listen, you know, and I know when I'm talking to anyone, listen, you know, you're extremely different than your employee. Your employee, clocking in and clocking out, man. They're like, hey, I'm going to show up on time, do the right thing. But when they're done with work, they're done with work. It's not hanging in the background, in the mind. But for every entrepreneur out there, we got to be real. You never really turn it off, right? And because you never really turn it off, you have to treat yourself 180 degrees different than everyone else. The recommended daily allowances for nutrients don't apply to you, okay? You're on a whole nother level and you gotta get real about that, learn what your body really needs, what it respects and what it desires to perform at the highest capacity that it can give you. Until we get there, it's gonna be a whole lot of that. You're just gonna keep tanking and tanking, might come up for air a little bit and then tank more. So we just gotta get real about the fact that You're not working in the same potential as most. And we chose that life because we love it. We love it. We get high on what we do. This appeals to our sensibility, to our pride, to a structure of who we are. And we should absolutely not turn you into something you're not. And so I don't like programs that take high performers and make them punks. I really don't, right? Even with us, I say, hey, we're going to start to maneuver this in a way, but we're going to give you so much support that's, you know, programmatically specific for you that you don't have to give up everything in your life to heal. And that's finding that striking that balance. Well, I think that one thing that you're saying as well, which is quite interesting, and I, you know, I didn't start drinking coffee until I was 32 or 30 something years old. So I didn't want it until one day I was so beat. I was like, all right, I'll try this. I think I was in Thailand. I'll take anything. I was like, I'll take anything. I was so beat up. Um, but anyways, what, the only way that I would drink it is uh, I would drink uh, with obviously with creamer. And I never did the sugar thing, but I was always creamer. You put the creamer, you get that big old thing of creamer. And for years I did it. And then what happened is when I started to actually level up my game and working out and eating things like that, all of a sudden I didn't want the creamer. I never thought I could drink coffee black. Like I just didn't right. think I could muster it, you know? And then one day I was like, I don't really want the creamer. I can feel that. 
I can know, I get it. You the just body does like, it. Wait the body a minute. It's almost like it, it, it's, I want to say it like this. It's like a woman being pregnant. All of a sudden she's like, I want mushrooms. I don't know why I want mushrooms. It's like your body <laughs> chemicals, right? They change. So for all the men out there, you have an opportunity to, uh, this is what happens when it's pregnant. It's the only thing I understand because I know nothing. But at the end of the day, the truth is that if you start working out, treat yourself, your, your chemicals in your body don't ask for dessert. Mm-mm. They don't. You start turning off these ugly signals mm-hmm. that have been plaguing you for so, so long. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love waking up doing what I do every day, man. Just to, you know, I get to hear so many cool stories because I really encourage my clients. I said, send me voice messages, you know, whenever you got something going on through our application, right? Because I get to listen to that and then I reply to them, you know, and uh, just all these, all these little victories like that, they mean big things when you understand what's happening in the system. Right. And so I like to break that down for them and go, guess what happened? And they're like, that's what's happening with me. I said, guess what? You got more coming. You got more coming. So, you know, and I call that constantly shifting your horizon of health. I like that. Right. So, you know, when you first start the game, you're like, I just want this. Right. Everybody's like, you got the 30 day goal, you know, three month goal, six month, whatever. And I'm like, I dig it. But imagine because they have no idea that all the things that we're going to do and how the body really works and we can realign things. So they're getting this huge comprehensive win after win, after win, after win. They're like, that's changing. This is changing. That's getting better. That's been, I've been with you for like 60 days. I'm like, I know. And we're still not done. You still got some more good stuff to happen, man. Cause your body wants to be strong. It wants to be well. We're just getting everything out of the way and getting you on the acceleration path that your body's been waiting for you to do for years and years and years. That's it. And as soon as we get them rolling in the right direction, all the stories start pouring out. It gets very emotional. Uh, but that's cool, too, because that's what locks it down. Yeah. This has to be emotional yeah. because when you, you start slipping up because you just lost the old you. <laughs> yeah, man, you are you are literally transforming. You're peeling off layers and layers of yourself to reveal this new version of yourself that's getting out of this old stinky cocoon you've been in for so long. Dude, how do they find you, brother? This is awesome. Dude, I got the easiest name to find in the internet. <laughs> in New Bill. <laughs> Newbillofhealth.com is cool. But man, I dig deep in Facebook. That's where I live and breathe 90% of the time. Um my marketing guys trying to drag me into YouTube and other stuff. We're getting there a little bit at a time, but um, new bill of health on Facebook. That's all me, right? Come join my group, man. My group is free. It's called fatigue fixers. We drop great content in there every week. I do a podcast and they're live educating you, motivating you, getting you on the right track, sharing resources and tools that you can put to use right away to get your life better and to get your energy back. And of course, if you want to roll, you want a partner, I got your back. I got your back. Welcome a call. First call is always free. It's not a sales call. We just get on. We talk human to human. What's going on in your brain? What's going on in your world? What's holding you back? And let me show you how we can get you right. It's what it's all about. It's just human to human, doing the right thing with integrity. And we just we just move that way from day one with you. Well, Ken Newbill, I appreciate you coming on the show, brother. Thanks a lot. Oh, man. Thanks for inviting me, brother. Anytime. I'd love to be back whenever you need somebody on here, bro. You're a great, you're a good one, bro. Great podcast. I love what you do.
All right, that closes us out for today's podcast. Awesome, awesome. If you like this episode, make sure you smash the like button and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Just like Nike is to athletes, Moved is to entrepreneurs.